Hello, I'm your host, Dora Vandekamp. Welcome to the Biohack Your Beauty podcast, where we take a deep dive into the world of biohacking, spirituality, wealth, and self-development. Join me in exploring paths to health sovereignty, freedom, and ultimate well-being with the experts, teachers, and guides who are leading the revolution. So today I wanted to share about nervous system well-being. And I think this is kind of a hot topic these days because we're really realizing how much our nervous systems run the show uh, for our well-being, but also when it comes to energetic, right? So we talk a lot about manifestation in my world. Now, we live in a very fast-paced society. There's a lot of overwhelm. And when you're running a business, when you are really working on self-development, whether you're teaching it or you're in um, a student or you're both, right? Our nervous systems are constantly playing a role. So I want to kind of share a little bit about how our nervous system works and then what are some things that we can do to step into flow and ease. And I think when it comes to energetics and it comes to manifestation, it's pretty much a consensus that if we're trying too hard, right? If like we're holding on too hard or we're really in our head about it, it's likely that we're not going to be creating the reality that we really desire. And that's in alignment with who we really want to be and the life we want to create. So if we can step more into flow and ease, we can actually create a world for ourselves and then each other that feels much better. And yeah, that's just more abundant. So our nervous systems actually are pretty interesting. We have two parts of our nervous system. So we have a voluntary nervous system and that's really the nervous system part that controls our body. So like me moving my hands and like, you know, shaking my head and shaking my butt, like that's all like my nervous system. That is the voluntary nervous system. And then we also have an autonomic nervous system and that's our involuntary nervous system. And that's really the part of our nervous system that we don't have conscious control over. And this regulates the function of our internal organs, like our stomach, our lungs, our hearts. This is always running the show, right? When you're sleeping and all of these things are happening to benefit you, to help you detoxify and regenerate and, you know, be able to do things the next day, that's all your autonomic nervous system. Now, within your autonomic nervous system, you have two branches. So you have the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system. The sympathetic nervous system is like your fight or flight. So we actually are in fight or flight a lot, right? The reason we have this part of our nervous system is because many, many, many years ago, we really needed this, like for our survival. We needed this for fuel and energy to take flight from danger, right? So whenever there was a trigger or a stressor, we need to be able to either flee or defend ourselves in that kind of situation, right? We were trying to survive. Now, we live in this really wild society where we are safe in, you know, in most parts but we are still in fight or flight mode a lot, right? So this might feel like if you are 
like tired, but you still feel like really in your head and your mind is running like a thousand miles a minute, or you wake up between one and 4 AM and you're like wide awake and you're like, Hey, I'm really tired. Why am I awake right now? Also, you might have digestive issues, right? Because our nervous system actually is really, really connected to our digestion. And you may feel like even though you're tired, your mind is going like so, so fast. So that's kind of how your sympathetic nervous system works. This is a beneficial thing. Doesn't always feel beneficial, but it is. Um, And then we have the parasympathetic nervous system. So this is the uh, rest and digest part of our nervous system. This is where we are able to relax. And this part is actually essential for healing, for regeneration, restoration, digestion. Like this is such a natural state for our bodies to be in. And believe it or not, our ancestors before um, the industrial age actually lived in their parasympathetic nervous system. Like that's what was for the most part where they were living. They were at ease, right? They were able to just relax and restore their bodies by just living with ease and flow. There were times when, you know, they had to run from a bear or whatever, but for the most part, they were cool. They were chilling. Um, So when we're in rest or digest, you'll, you'll notice it. It's like when you are under a cozy blanket and you're reading a book and you're just feeling really at ease, or you're in the arms of your loved one and you feel like, you know, at ease, your mind is at ease. Um, your heart rate slows down. Your breath is calm. Your digestion feels good. Um, you know, you're not feeling like that exhaustion taking over. Um, so again, this is where our bodies heal. This is where our bodies detoxify. This is a big part of our well-being, right? Is being able to detox, especially in the world we live in today, right? Some of us really know what kind of craziness is happening around the world with all of the toxins that are being pumped into our atmosphere. Um, So just being able to have your body in a a place where it can actually handle all the things that that are going on. Um, So how do we become a sympathetic nervous system dominant, it's really by too much stimulation. So one of those things would be, there's so much going on, right? And some of that is by choice. Like if you're on your phone all the time, and you're just scrolling, right, that's something uh, perhaps you can control. If you're a parent, and you have a lot of things going on, you're maybe you're working and you're parenting, maybe those are things you can't control as much. But yeah, stimulation is something that really makes us sympathetic nervous system dominant. Too much caffeine is one. Um, so, you know, I, I love coffee too, but we definitely can abuse caffeine, right? Uh, sometimes it becomes our like survival mechanism, being mentally stressed. So worrying a lot, having a lot of anger, right? And really just working too hard. So that hustle culture, I think, especially as, you know, as women too, like, we're really designed to be in our parasympathetic nervous system in um, parts of our lives. And so it's just allowing yourself to rest and slow down. So when we talk about regulating the nervous system, we're talking about 
moving into that parasympathetic state, that doesn't mean that you're going to be um, like in a state of meditation all day long. Like you're still going to be able to get things done. You're still going to be able to be productive, but really it's like when you have finished a workout and you feel really good, or, you know, you've accomplished things and then you feel at ease. Well, you can feel like that more often. You don't always have to be in this like hyperactive mode in order to live your life in a productive and yeah, like efficient way. So I want to share some of the biohacks that I've incorporated into my life. I've been biohacking for 15 years, over 15 years now, and I've been a health coach for 10. And it's been really wild to me to see kind of how our culture has really moved from not really being aware to being so much more aware of our bodies and all of the resources that are available to us. Now, I want to preface this saying that this isn't any medical advice. This is really just me sharing from my own experience. So the first thing I want to share about is called milky oats. So milky oats is actually this beautiful herb. It's the unripe seed pods of the oat plant. And this is actually an ancient herb. Like this has been used for thousands and thousands of years. And it's still used um, by herbalists as well. And what it's for is really a healthy nervous system and nervous system support. So traditionally, it's been used for nervous exhaustion, for support with anxiety, and for support with depression. It's one of the best remedies for actually feeding the nervous system, right? Because when our nervous systems are depleted, we need to kind of nourish that part of our bodies. And so it's really designed to strengthen the nervous system. And if you've heard of Rosemary Gladstar, she is like one of the most famous herbalists. Uh, She's really cool if you're into that stuff. And uh, she believes that milky oats as a supplement are really, really helpful to treat nervous system disorder, right? And disorder, I love to remind uh, people that it's really, we look at it like as a disorder, but a disorder is really just disorder, right? Something is out of order. So we get to put it back in order. It's nothing serious. It's very natural that our nervous systems are kind of a little wacky, right? Especially with the, the lives we lead. So you can use milky oats as an infusion. So you can make a tea with it. And what you do is you just get the dried herbs, you can put a couple of teaspoons in boiling water, uh, and then you just let it steep for 15 minutes before drinking it. So that's one way. And then the other thing you can do is take a bath. So take a bath in um, milky oats. You can get the dried herb again, and you can either put it in a little uh, muslin bag, you know, and just put it in the water or you can, you know, like spread it in the water and it's pretty and feels really, you know, put some flowers in there and take a nice soothing bath. And again, you want to soak it for about 15 minutes um, before, before you get in the bath. So that's one biohack that you can use. I would say the other thing you can look into is tinctures too. So if that's kind of more your speed, if you feel like you just need something (laughs) you can take, but you don't want to do you know, the practice of, um, you know, making a tea or putting it in the bath, you can get a tincture. I think they have them at Whole Foods. You can get them online. I would look into quality lines for those kinds of things. 
an, an, an organic source, uh, but that's another option. So the second biohack I wanna talk about, which you may have heard, especially if you're into biohacking already, is cold showers. This is maybe a little less appealing than taking an herb. <laughs> um, but the truth is that for thousands and thousands and thousands of years, our ancestors were really just exposed to cold water often, right? They were bathing in the rivers and the oceans, and uh, they were really connected to cold water sources. Cold water is such a powerful grounding resource for us. It's full of frequency. It's full of negative ions. But besides that, cold water actually stimulates our nervous system and it activates our vagus nerve. And if you've ever heard of the vagus nerve, it's the largest nerve uh, that connects to our brain and digestive tract. So basically it makes the brain gut access, like uh, it connects the brain and the gut. Right. So we've heard maybe the saying that your gut is your second brain. Well, this is partly why that is. So when something's going on with our gut, it's also going on with our brain. Um, so the vagus nerve regulates your heart rate. And what happens if it's not working properly is it can lead to gut issues. It can also lead to weight gain. So if you're struggling with weight stuff, consider working with the nervous system. It also impacts anxiety or high stress. Uh, so if you're feeling more stressed out than usual, this is also something to look at. So taking cold showers, it's really simple. It's free, right? But it is something that you can work your way up to. I would say start with 10 seconds, right? So you're in the shower, turn it to cold for 10 seconds and then turn it back and then work your way up. You can work your way up to a full cold shower. What you're really doing is you're regulating your nervous system, but you're also kind of priming it because we live in comfort culture. So everything is tailored exactly how we want it to be, right? So our Amazon orders, our coffee orders, the temperature in our house, everything is so designed for us to be comfortable that we don't really have that resilience anymore. So this is a way for you to strengthen that resilience of your nervous system and bring yourself into a parasympathetic nervous state more easily. So biohack number three is fat. And fat is something that I think is becoming more of a well-known biohack and really just a well-known nutrition source. There was a campaign to, to ban fat, right? Like we went through the fat-free phase for a long time, but really what I'm talking about when I talk about good fats is vitamins A, D, K, and E. And the reason I share this with you is because we live in a culture where we are consuming a lot of seed oils and seed oils actually wreak havoc on your nervous system. So why is that such a, an important thing to talk about when it comes to your nerves? Well, in order for your brain to function properly and your nerves to function properly, it literally like runs on fats. It literally runs on fat. So 
we had this age of fat free everything and you know the anxiety and the um like disorder in the uh, nervous system kind of exploded and those were very much correlated so when we think of good fats we want to talk about butter we want to talk about animal fats we want to talk about coconut oil quality olive oil you can even do quality avocado oil but those are the fats that you want to be consuming these are the fats our ancestors ate for thousands and thousands of years none of them ate seed oils none of them so why are seed oils so bad well they're heated to extremely high temperatures and what this does is it causes the seeds to oxidize which means that they're unstable and basically they're oxidized. It's like an avocado when it becomes brown or a banana when it becomes black, right? That's what happens to the oil. When you think of antioxidants, which is what you want to take, right? That's why we take resveratrol and eat blueberries. So this is the opposite of that, right? This is oxidation. Then the seeds are processed in a petroleum-based solvent. So hexane is one of those. And this is just so they can get the maximum amount of oil out of the seeds. Then they use chemicals to deodorize the oils because it's very smelly after they've extracted the oil. And then they, they actually dye the oil as well. So there's dyes in there so that they become uh, like a nicer color. So basically you're consuming a really toxic ingredient. It's actually a waste product. So you really want to make that switch as much as possible. This is uh, something you can begin to do by cooking at home with these saturated fats, with these healthy fats, and then kind of starting to branch out, right? Looking for places that don't use seed oils, asking if they can cook your food in butter or can they cook it in olive oil. Things that those little practices can really help to build a way of avoiding those toxic oils that actually really negatively impact your nerves. And over time, I honestly personally believe that they have really detrimental effects on your body and contribute to degenerative diseases, including nerve, nerve damage. Um, so just really considering that as something to incorporate in your daily life. All right, we have biohack number four. So biohack number four is frequencies. We were exposed to nature for thousands of years. Since the dawn of time, right? That's where we uh, lived. We worked outdoors. We slept outdoors. We played outdoors. We made love outdoors. We did everything outdoors. And then about 100 years ago, we built these houses and we cut ourselves off completely. Now. We are designed, literally, we have evolved to be exposed to the frequencies of nature. Sound frequencies, electrical frequencies, light frequencies, these literally set our circadian rhythm. Our circadian rhythm is this 24-hour program in our body that is telling us what hormones need to act at what time, what nerves need to do what. Really, this is how our bodies are designed to be activated at different times. This is how melatonin is produced in our bodies, right? So what we can do is we can expose ourselves to these frequencies 
so that our bodies become regulated, our nervous systems become regulated. This is why when you go into nature, you feel better. Like it's non-negotiable. Nobody can tell me they don't, right? Like it's literally biology. So one of the things that you can do is you can practice grounding. You probably have heard of it. Put your bare feet on the earth. You can put it, hang your hand on a tree. I know for some of you, it's freezing outside. So you're like, I'm not going outside and bare feet. Forget that. Um, literally, you can put your pinky on a tree and that's grounding. It's like plugging your body into the battery charger. It's literally like charging your body um, so that it can regulate, so that it can thrive. So how does this work? We are electrical beings. So the earth's surface is continually releasing electrons. And when we put our bare skin on the earth, we basically become a conductor for those electrons. They flow freely into our bodies. Now, grounding actually does some really cool things. So it increases the negative charge around our red blood cells. And what this does is it promotes circulation. Circulation is one of the biggest things that people struggle with. Like it is so common for people to have problems with circulation. If you're always cold, you probably may have this issue, right? So go ahead and go outside and ground. This is going to help you with your circulation. The other thing that's really cool is it helps to build water in your body and make it electron rich. So it's actually helping to uh, structure the water that's in your body, which is incredible. And within two seconds of grounding, literally one, two, your autonomic nervous system starts to become balanced. That is how connected to the earth we are. Literally, we touch the earth and within two seconds, our bodies is like, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is how I'm designed to be. So the longer you do this, the more benefits it has. If you do 20 minutes, chronic inflammation starts to resolve itself. How wild is that? It's medicine. It's literally medicine. So that is one form of frequency. That's electricity. The other things you can work with are light. Light is the number one determinant of our circadian rhythm that regulates our nervous system, right? So when you go outside, take off your sunglasses, take off your hat, let your body be exposed to the sun. Uh, let your body be exposed to natural light. Take a break from your work. Step outside for five minutes. Let yourself be exposed to the natural light. And then at night, Invest in some blue blockers if you can. And after the sun goes down, let your body take a break from that blue light. Because again, that's going to help support that regulation of your circadian rhythm and help your nervous system really move into that rest and digest state, which you need to be in when you sleep. And then music is another thing you can listen to. So if you've ever heard of solfeggio frequencies, right? We talk about 528 hertz. These are really powerful ways to help your body be in a frequency of regeneration. You know, we listen to like pop music. That isn't necessarily bad frequencies, but it's actually designed to kind of bring you into a numb state. That's why when you listen to one of those songs, it's stuck in your head for like five days straight. And you're like, get it out of my head, right? So Consider listening to solfeggio frequencies. Those are really, really beautiful. 
And then there are some really powerful frequency biohacking technologies as well that I love. So one of those is called a Healy and that's working with microcurrents and it's also working with magnetic fields. There's an amp coil. The amp coil is working with music frequencies. And then there's the biocharger, which is working with um, electrical frequencies and sound frequencies and light frequencies. So um, those are all really beautiful technologies. And then the last biohack, a really quick one, is just allowing yourself to take time and make room for prayer. And prayer is such a beautiful tool. And it doesn't have to necessarily come in the form of God, right? It can come in so many different forms. We can even say meditation is prayer. Um, but it's really this allowing yourself to trust in something greater than you. Because if you have all of this on your shoulders and you really feel like it's all on you, it's really, really hard to relax, right? It's really hard to move yourself into parasympathetic nervous system dominant lifestyle if you are constantly having to be in charge of everything. But when you can let go and trust that there is something greater than you supporting you, holding you, guiding you, and loving you, it allows you to relax. It allows you to be at ease and really move with flow. All right, my loves, that's it for today. I hope you got a lot of good, valuable information out of this episode. I know for me, really helping my nervous system become recalibrated and regulated has just made such a world of difference. I know that I've implemented each one of these things for myself, and that is why I can share them with you because I know that for me in my life, they've helped tremendously. All right. I'm sending you so much love and I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful week.